Hi everyone, thank you for listening. This is Queen, the host of Unapologetically Queen. And I want to say I am finally back from going MIA on you guys. And I apologize. Um, I have teamed up with some great friends of mine and we have figured out some new merchandise to present to you guys and I cannot wait until everything's up and ready to go so I can send you guys all or post on the Facebook page a sample of what we're trying to sell and I'll be more prompt and on time with whatever orders they are um but I hope you guys are all having a great start to the new year. Um, I know I am. Back to going to school full time, working two jobs, and I have a home. Like, my son and I have our own home. Not an apartment, a home. And it's beautiful. Um... Excuse me, guys. I wanted to talk about, like, recent events going on in the world. So everyone knows that there's a colored, or should I say black, vice president in the White House. Now, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. I bet you whenever she was my age, Miss Harris did not think that she was going to make it into the White House and look at her. Okay? That's badass. That gives not only women of color or young girls of color, that gives all girls and women of all races a refreshing feeling knowing that they can do anything that they set their mind to that they can be a leading lady that they can they can be a badass in whatever they do in life you know that's pretty fucking cool to be able to be like oh I witnessed history I mean hell I witnessed the Obamas making it into the White House So I think it's pretty fucking cool to witness another person of color make it into the White House, okay? So this all goes to say, at least if you made it this far, because I know some people, they don't want to talk about politics and it's just all downhill from there. But I promise I had a reason to go with this, okay? So... As I was moving into my home, I was going through boxes and stuff, and I seen this picture dated May 2007, okay? And there's one of me, and there's one of my sister, Irma. That was, it was actually May 17th, 2007. 
that was the day that we got taken into state custody and was moved to Wellington to live with my grandma. Now, every time that I have looked at those pictures, I just have tears start building up because I was only like 10 or 11. Irma wasn't very old either. And you could tell we were so heartbroken. We were so hurt. We were lost. We didn't we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was going to happen once we moved to Wellington, okay? Um we were raised in Ark City up until we moved to Wellington. So all we ever known was Ark City and our family on my dad's side. Like, yeah, we knew my mom's side of the family, but we were more acquainted with my dad's side of the family. Now, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was at Roosevelt Elementary in Ark City. And Mr. Bauer came and got me out from, like, came and got me from recess. And all he would tell me is that there was somebody there that needed to speak to me. Little did I know that once I walked through those doors back into the school that the person that wanted to quote unquote speak to me was a caseworker that was taking me to court and was giving me to my grandma. Now, I relive that moment in my head more often than I like to admit. I honestly hated life after that and I've never openly said that to anyone. But I did. My mom was in prison. I was living with my old, one of my oldest sisters. Irma and I were. And not only did we get our mom taken from us, and we get taken from my sister, and then we were moving into like a foreign place that we really don't know anything about, okay? Sorry, y'all. This is, this is like a touchy subject, okay? I'm so sorry. Um, Everything was new. Everything was fresh. Back then, I didn't understand what God's plan was for us. I never understood why he would take my mom from me. I never understood why he would take us from my sister. That whole time, I, I blamed God, okay? I never understood... the reasoning behind everything that was happening to us. As time went on, I mean, I started to learn that Wellington wasn't as bad. But growing up, I was always told that I was fast, which mean everybody knows in the black world, being fast means Basically being fast, being too grown for your age, okay? 
I was always told that I was going to be the one to get knocked up at a young age, be a young mother, all of that. I was only going to be, I took it as I was only going to be a woman, woman for the men. Like I wasn't going to be good for anything else, but just, you know, lay down and get pregnant. Like, that's just how I took it. I mean, I, I mean, what, how else was a kid supposed to take that? Like, I, that's, that's how I really honestly ever took it. I just never verbally said that to anyone. Okay. I get pregnant when I'm what? 22, 23. No, 22. I have Carter when I'm 23. And It's like, they were shocked because, oh my God, Queen didn't get pregnant when she was 16. Queen Queen graduated high school. Queen did this, Queen did that. But still at that point, people were still dwelling on the bad. Does that make sense? Like, I know I'm kind of rambling here, but I promise there's a point to this. I felt like growing up, people never expected me to be anything. I wasn't going to amount to anything. I felt like I couldn't compare to Irma Smarts. I I didn't feel like I was going to compare to Irma Sports. Or her athletic ability, I should say. I just felt like I wasn't going to compare to Irma. Which, that uh, that isn't at all the case. I look up to every single one of my siblings. I mean, they all get on my nerves. But I look up to every single one of them, okay? Especially Irma. Because we may butt heads a lot. But looking back, we were, we were honestly pretty fucking close. Um, I just know that growing up being compared to her all the time was very, I want, I don't want to say misleading or misguided. I don't really know what word to use. I didn't necessarily hate it. I just knew that. I wanted to be my own person. I didn't want to be like Stacia. I didn't want to be like Irma. I didn't want to be like LaShawn. And I didn't want to be like Eddie. I wanted to be like Queen. I wanted to be my own person. Now that I'm 25 and I have this podcast and people see how hard I'm busting my ass for not just me, but for my son. And people knowing knowing that I'm achieving everything that I promised my mom that I would achieve. Now let me say this again. Now that I'm 25, I'm just now hearing, good job, queen. I'm proud of you from family members that I know for a fact 
acted like I wasn't going to amount to anything the older I got. Am I inertia? No. But everything takes time. I had to learn that you can't rush the process. You just got to trust it. I'm also learning that snakes can root for you too. And that goes for family, friends, acquaintances. On the outside, they seem like they're rooting for you. On the inside, they're definitely hating. I never in a million years thought that I'd be 25. Working on owning my own home. Raising a 20-month-old on my own. Working two jobs and going to school full-time. Just so I can achieve my goals and be someone that my son can look up to. I never imagined that I'd be 25 and... Still feeling like, I mean, a part of me still feels like people are going to, people think I'm not going to amount to anything. And honestly, people's opinions don't really matter. But when it comes to things that are big to you and important to you and yourself, sometimes those opinions, they don't matter, but at the same time they do. I don't know why that makes sense. I don't. I don't know why. I I don't know why it makes sense. That's just the only thing I can say. I don't understand it. But sometimes there's just that one opinion. You may not want it. And a part of you don't give two fucks about it. But there's that one opinion that does matter. Even though you don't care, it matters. Um, at the age of 25 I am learning that sometimes family ain't what it's all cracked up to be sometimes you have to work on building your own tribe sometimes you will be going through life and going through all of these obstacles and all of these celebrations without family or by yourself and that is okay there are times I have to honestly text Cass or text Liberty to get a reality check because there, I mean, there, there really are times that I can think about something and it just fucks with my whole day, my whole demeanor. And those two have to literally snap me out of it. Like, hey girl, fucking stop. You only get about two minutes to be a sad bitch. And then after that, you need to go back to being the boss bitch that you were before. And 
now that I'm 25, I'm I am like heavily learning that sometimes your friends are more willing to be by your side, root for you, cheer you on through everything you're going through and help you when need be way before your own family will. And I'm not bashing my family, so don't, don't, I don't want none of you Negroes to even try that that's listening. I'm just saying, with me getting older, I'm starting to realize these little things. Because really, sometimes your own family ain't shit. But you can have that one friend or that, they don't even have to be a friend. You can have that one acquaintance that you can call in a heartbeat. They'll drop what they're doing to come make sure that you and you and yours are okay. I don't know, y'all. Sorry. I'm just like, I'm in my feelings now. That is gross. Anyways... You have to I don't want to say prove other people wrong. But when you're young and growing up and hearing things, it's constantly in the back in your mind, okay? So in your mind you have to prove all of those negative comments wrong. You have to learn to stand up for yourself. You have to learn to stand up for you and yours. I had to learn that the more and more I got older. And I'm still learning that. It's a work in progress. Trying to push back all those thoughts that were floating in my mind growing up, I have to just push them back. Because if I let those bring me down, if I let those attack me, then I'm just going to be at a stopping point. I'm not trying to I'm not saying I'm trying to win the race, but I'm trying to be ahead of the race like Kamala Harris is. That was my point in this. She has proved, and I don't know what she's gone through in her life. I don't. I really don't know a damn thing about that woman. But she has proved that I, as a woman, can lead my own race and make it to where I want to be. Just by watching her become vice president in the White House, 
really gives me a refreshing feeling because that's letting me know that I may be right here right now on lap two of the race and there's still two more laps to go but right now I'm on lap two when I make it to lap three that's progress Lap three is whenever I make it to get my LPN, okay? And I want to say lap three for Miss Harris was the campaigning, trying to win the votes. Lap four is when you can say you made it. Lap four is whenever I become that APRN. Lot four is when Miss Harris made it to vice president. She made it. She led the race and stayed in that leading position. And that is my goal is I'm leading my race and I'm trying to stay ahead of my race. I can't let what I went through as a kid or the negative thoughts that I heard growing up or the bad energy or the bad vibes that I had to deal with growing up and going through middle school and high school, I cannot let all that affect me who I am today. If I do that, I'm fucked, y'all. I'm not going to make it to nurse. I'm not going to make it to being a nurse. I'm not going to be able to keep my promise I made to my mom with finishing school or the promise I made to Carter with being the best person, best mom, best woman I can for him. And that means getting that degree and being someone he can look up to. Um, y'all, on that note, I'm going to stop this recording at that because, like I said, I'm emotional for what I don't know. And I know this, I know this episode I rambled, but I really hope y'all get the point of this. Like, don't forget where you came from or where you started when you make it to the end. But don't let where you came from or where you started at stop you from making it to where you're trying to get to. Life is definitely a roller coaster. And everyone goes through trials and tribulations. But you cannot let those trials and tribulations stop you from being the person you want to be. The person you're working on being. Fight for you. Fight for who you want to be. Not for who they expect you to be or say you're going to be. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. I will definitely keep you guys updated as much as I can on the Facebook page and on the Instagram page which is unapologetically queen as well as the Facebook page um thank you for listening again hope you guys all have a wonderful night I'm gonna go get some sleep because it is one o'clock in the morning and I do have to work
in like six hours. But this is your host, Queen. The host of Unapologetically Queen. Please like, share, and subscribe to your girl on all streaming platforms and on Facebook as well. And also, I would love it if you guys could go on the review section on Facebook, on the Facebook page, and on whatever platform streaming, wait, whatever, I said that backwards, whatever streaming platform that you guys are using and leave me a review. But again, thank you for listening. This is Queen, the host of Unapologetically Queen. I hope you guys have a wonderful night and a wonderful morning. Thank you.